Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I just wanted to uh, quickly answer that question. We have Congressman Garrett Graves now joining us. Uh, Garrett, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Sheriff. Appreciate it. Garrett, things have been a little crazy up there in D.C., so this might be an easy topic to talk about, but a very important one for sure. (laughs) I understand that you're pressing for a hearing on a bill to eliminate the Social Security penalty for government retirees. Tell us about that. Yeah, and uh, first of all, just to clarify, things haven't been a little crazy up here. They've been a lot crazy up here. But uh, <laughs> but, but, but in regard to that legislation, we're really excited about it. Louisiana is one of the most impacted states in the country from this, this really crazy, punitive policy that was put in place back in the late 1970s and early 1980s. And, and what it did is it, it, it literally cut Social Security benefits for people like firefighters, police officers, uh, EMS, teachers, uh, public servants, people that maybe work for a, a state government agency or something along those lines. And, and, and it literally cut their Social Security benefits in a way that, that discriminates against that type of public service. And so, you know, I heard you talking about um, enforcing laws and compliance. And look, we all know our, our law enforcement officers are underpaid, they're underappreciated, they're overworked. And, and as are our teachers and others. And so if you're going to further penalize them by cutting their retirement benefits, um, it, it just doesn't make sense. And so this was a policy, I'll say it again, late 1970s, early 1980s. It was designed to correct uh, uh, perhaps an overpayment. But what they did is they went too far in the other direction. And so now either these public workers or their spouses, Social Security benefits are cut. We have bill, a bill to fix that. Our bill right now in this contentious partisan environment has 300 bipartisan co-sponsors. It's the third most of any bill in Congress right now. And we are going to have a hearing, which is the first step on this process, um, on November 20th, which is the Monday of Thanksgiving week in Louisiana, uh, to begin uh, starting to move forward and and hopefully solve this 40-plus-year-old problem. Yeah, it's just kind of interesting that uh, a lot of people work more than one job. They work in the public sector. They work in the private sector. They pay into the system. It's not like they didn't meet all of the minimum requirements as it relates to contributions. But for some reason, they were penalized because actually they worked more. That, that's that's exactly right. So here's a, here's a real-world scenario. So, so let's say that um, – Let's say that, that you and I were both teachers and we both worked in the 
uh, in the Orleans public school system. And we, we, we both did that for 20 years, and we got paid the same amount of money. We worked the same dates. And then something happened, and, and I quit, and I, I just went and started taking care of family. You quit the public school system, but you went to go work at St. Paul's um, because you couldn't get a job anywhere else. I'm just kidding, St. Paul's. Um, but, but seriously, you went to go work at St. Paul's, and you taught there, and you did that for 10 years. Well, whenever, whenever you go to retire, um, it, it, you would end up I, – I, I actually screwed that scenario up. Let me flip it over. Sorry about that, Sheriff. So, so we both worked at St. Paul's for 20 years. So we're both paying in the Social Security system. We're both teachers, same pay, same number of days, and everything else. Well, then I quit, and I go help family. You quit, and you go work for the New Orleans public school system. And, and so whenever you go to retire, even though you and I have taught same dates, we made the exact same amount of money, we paid the exact same in the Social Security Trust Fund. I'm going to make up numbers here, but, but my Social Security benefit may be $1,200 a month, and yours may only be 700 And so you're literally cut. You're literally cut because you then chose to go work for the public school system. So it's the same scenario if you were a security guard and then a police officer, same scenario if you were a private engineer then went to go work for the uh, the state's coastal agency or what have you. Yeah, and then in some cases you are faced with mandatory retirement ages uh, where you still have a lot of years left. The reverse can be true to the example that you just gave, and you go back out into the private sector and make money, same thing would apply. You would have to take a deduction for all those years that you ended up contributing to the to Social Security, which doesn't make any sense either. Uh, no, it's it's yeah. a perverse incentive that's in place now, and I and I can't say it enough. Look, there there's some people that, that particularly in the federal government, that I'd love to cut their salary, but this uh, this does not does not affect that. This is all about local and state governments. This is about punishing people. Um, who, who chose public service, uh, punishing people who chose to put their lives on the line to protect our communities, uh, punishing people who chose to take that lower salary but to help train that next generation by being teachers. I mean, this is just the wrong thing to do. So I'm excited this bill, after 40-plus years, is getting the attention it deserves. We're going to keep pushing it, but having strong bipartisan uh, co-sponsors on it is great, and, and, and it's important to note that every member of Louisiana's delegation, Republican and Democrat, we're, we're all co-sponsors of the bill. Um, so we have united support from our state and, um, and, and just excited that, that we, we, we may be on a trajectory to finally solve this 40-plus-year-old problem where the government effectively has been stealing money from uh, retirees uh, by charging them taxes under Social Security but not actually giving them the requisite benefits. Yeah, I mean, that's always the way I viewed it because uh, I've looked at it any which way from Sunday and, and could never figure out a legal justification for what they were doing. And, I went, and when I was sheriff, a lot of people that would retire would come and say, I had no idea the federal government was going to do this to me. You know, I, I worked... Well, uh, from the time I was in, you know, I had one guy, he said, I worked for all through my high school years, uh, through school, through college, before I ever came to work for the JPSO. And now I'm being punished for it because I don't understand. 
Well, and, and that's the thing that's most concerning is the number of people that will call us, just like you mentioned. They may have, have uh, determined a, a, a retirement date based upon them being treated fairly by Social Security, and they go and retire, whether it's be from the sheriff's office or somewhere else, they go and retire only to learn that their projected retirement benefits were not going to be paid. And so we've had people that have suddenly had to go get second jobs or go get another job in retirement uh, in order to make ends meet. And, and that's just not fair. It's not right. And if, if we need to be, you know, disincentivizing work for anyone, it's certainly not these people that are putting their lives on the line like our law enforcement officers uh, that's just the wrong thing to do. And so, the, 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 as I mentioned at the, at the onset, Louisiana is one of the most impacted states in the country by this policy, meaning we have more, a higher percentage of people that are having their benefits cut by Social Security because of their decision to do public service. And, um, and, and so we certainly need to get this fixed for our people. But there are people in all 50 states that are adversely affected by this 40-plus-year-old policy. I know that uh, bills can tend to meander through multiple paths and get diverted in this. You feel good about this one? I, I, I want to set expectations. Look, you know, I've, I've mentioned a few times this has been going on for, for 40 plus years. And if this was easy, it would have been done a long time ago. We've had members of our delegation and other states that have been pushing this for decades, and they haven't been able to get any traction. Um, the fact that we are the third most co-sponsored bill in the Congress is a big deal. The most co-sponsors this bill has ever had is 305, and that was after two years, two solid years of recruiting co-sponsors. Right now we're at 300, and the bill's been out there for less than a year. So we're in record territory right now, but we've got to keep the momentum up. The reason we have a hearing is because I've been at the committee's one-yard line and telling them, hey, I've got 300 co-sponsors. You can't ignore me. There, there are um, rules of the House that we can use to force action on the bill. Of course, I don't want to do that right now. I want to keep trying the carrot approach, which is why uh, we're going to do this hearing and see if we can work through some of the challenges, help to educate the committee members on why this is needed um, and the injustice that's been carried out on this uh, this group of folks for, for decades now, and then hopefully uh, begin moving toward a path where we can actually make the changes. Uh, Sheriff, I think that, um, that, that the best path is probably going to be on a larger Social Security or retirement bill. But just to give you one little nugget here, um, last year, they, the, uh, Congress put $84 billion into bailing out private, private pensions that were mismanaged. That, don't, don't even and get in this case, this is public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, and, and for their own, and, and they find themselves down and out because of their own stupidity. They were not good stewards, uh, you know, of that money. Investing Amen. in stuff that that people would not in their wildest dreams would have invested in, but they did. Amen. And, so and, and it, you're and, rewarding and, bad behavior, and then the people yeah. who didn't deserve this are the ones that are being penalized under this Social Security scenario. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for your effort relative to this bill. I know all of the uh, public employees uh, throughout the states uh, are appreciative of this endeavor. It's something that is top of mind for everyone. There is one other top of mind issue that's uh, popping up on my screen. Uh, People want to stay on daylight savings time, uh, Garrett. (laughs) 
want to know. I want to know if you can introduce that bill. <laughs> we, we, we hear about it a lot. The Senate's actually moved it, and uh, I, I think that there's growing support and interest for doing it in the House. But just the one little technical thing is just making sure that we thought through before we do it what computer systems and other types of fixes are we going to need to do ahead of time just so we don't wreak havoc. But I think there's definitely growing support for it. I wouldn't be surprised to see action on this in the future because uh, people are getting increasingly frustrated. Absolutely. <laughs> Not to throw you a curveball, but I keep getting those texts. All good. All good. Thank, thank you so much for joining us. Truly appreciate your time and your insight. Thank you, sir. You bet. Thanks, Sheriff. All right. Congressman Garrett Graves uh, from the state of Louisiana will be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 